Welcome to the Craft Imperial Podcast, a weekly podcast about cigars, whiskey, and all the banter you could possibly want. You'll join your host, the Bourbon Cowboy, the Viking, as each week we get into different cigars, different whiskeys, budget, hard to find, unicorn, you name it. The rabbit holes we're going to go down, insights, opinions, conversation, new releases from Craft Impero, and anything else we can seem to let fall of our mouths that week. You guys enjoy this episode. Mahalo. Good, man. All right, guys. Welcome to the Craft Impero podcast. You are here with your host, the Viking. And the Bourbon Cowboy. And uh, we're having a lot of fun today. Um, you know, we've been talking about Lit Cigar Dinner that's coming up uh, next week now, right? Yeah, next yeah. Thursday the 8th. Um, with Casey Johnson, Tatawaya Cigars, and uh, Angel's Envy at Vito's in the Valley. Well, we're very fortunate and lucky. Uh, I caught Casey before he jumped on his next plane ride. So he's, uh, he's here with us, man. Say what's up. How are you? Super excited to have you on, man. Um, Hodge is already over here jonesing over your hat. So, you know, <laughs> if you have any of those laying around. <laughs> Maybe. Let's see what Let's see what Andy can cook up for the event. There you go. What he's sending out from LA. Um, so, how, the, how are you guys doing? All right. Well, we're good, man. We're good. And where are we uh, podcasting from? Oh, we're in the the office of Lit. We're in the storage room. <laughs> so normally, oh, yeah, we've normally, done a lot of podcasts, but never from a storage room. Yeah, I had uh, I had Brian and Dana hook us up just because, like, normally we do it out in the lounge, and like I'll show you the lounge and everything, um, yeah. but. We would sit down and inevitably, you know, the group of guys or girls would come in and they'd want to sit right next to us and then my mic would never pick up the Zoom. It just wouldn't get it. It would just be this dead air the entire time you were talking. So we sat back in here. Um, but no, everybody's pretty excited about next week, man. And is uh, is Dan coming out? Dan is. Um, his mom had knee surgery. She's 80 and she's got a knee replacement. It hasn't been complications, but... At 80, she uh, struggled a little bit after her post. So she has to get the other one done, too. So it's just the beginning of the process, learning how to walk again and all that. Recording in progress. um, Dan, uh, Dan's kind of that guy that has been home for his mom all along. So he's, uh, he's taking care of business there. Right on. Well, look forward to seeing him next week, man. I'm really excited about that. Um... So let's dive in. So I'm very, very happy that, that Cabaguan never went away. Um, you know, I feel like it's one of the regenerating brands inside Tatawai's portfolio. <laughs> I think a lot of people kind of forgot about it. What, um, what was the idea behind the Britannica size that was done? Because uh, didn't Black Label do this size last year? Yeah, so we've kind of made it our celebration cigar a little bit, uh, celebrating anniversaries and whatnot. Cabo One had that, what, two years ago with the 52 and the 54. Um, just stepping back to the conversation you had about going away, Cabo One probably will never go away. It's, it's kind of that brand that's near and dear to my brother. It's very regional, too. Uh, sells exceptionally well in, uh, in the D.C. area, uh, mid-Atlantic area, and it's really getting a foothold now with the 52 and the 54. So... When we decided to come out with a PCA cigar, we kind of threw out, or we all kind of threw out Cab I Want. It was going to be the PCA cigar this year, but 
a new one's coming out. So uh, this is uh, just uh, this is a thousand box release. So uh, uh, it's kind of kind of cool, uh, small batch. I'm hoping, literally hoping that this stays in the line, but uh, it will take a lot to to get that. Our portfolio is pretty big. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It would be it would be cool to see it stay, um, but it's also really cool that only a thousand boxes were made and. It's out there and it's out there. I, I we're still some of the ones that enjoy that. Like I, I very much like when something limited stays limited. You know, yep. It's it's very cool, um, but at the same time, you're gonna want it back. I mean, it, yeah. you know, this just smoked so well. Um, and we so we did this in the Britannica about a thousand boxes, and the uh, in the Bellong size, which is Britannica, and then we did the Racine which is a celebration of L'Atelier being 10 years old. And then we did the Big Ten with Dan, which is his event cigar blend in the Britannica also. And that's the surrogate, right? That's the surrogate, yeah. yeah. Okay. So say say, say L'Atelier again. L'Atelier or Atelier. L'Atelier. L'Atelier. Yeah. L'Atelier, for, for the, the non-French speaking, the French call it <laughs> Atelier. Okay, well, we're gonna go with the non-French speaking. So. Or you go with what my reps call it, like Latelier. Latelier, or, or they Latelier. add they add a bunch of e's. La ta to the Atelier. Yeah. <laughs> Latelier. If you, go to, if you go to Quebec City, Latelier. it is Atelier. Okay. Okay. Cool. Well, I'm good with Latelier. Let's just leave it yeah. there. Because if I hear three more of them, I'm gonna lose it all over again. So. In case so you know, like Tatawahi has always been a big, big inspiration and one of my favorite companies since uh, 2004. So that's when I started smoking Tatawahi, um, or five, four, four or five. So um, when I got the the cowboy here first on Tatawahi, one of my favorite things about him is he knows the cigars, he enjoys the cigars, but verbiage is not his his best suit. So when with Spanish cigar words, uh, that he's a good talker. I don't mean it that way. I never took Spanish. But it was so. funny because for about a year, it was uh, you'd get Tatooine, you'd get Tiritata, you'd get you'd get, I don't know about you'd get, that. You'd get tattoo, <laughs> right, right. You get a tattoo, and I'd be like, okay, ta tu ahe, and he'd be like, tu duahe. <laughs> <laughs> so it's funny because my license plate in the state of Maine is Tatuaje. And uh, I love pulling up to a light with somebody behind me trying to mouth it out. <laughs> you know, it's like, really? Okay. All right. It's fun. Yeah. Well, um, it was yeah, worth learning because I love them. Yeah, um, thank you. Yeah, we've spent a lot of time with your guys' line. And uh, I'm sure between me and Mark, we've got quite a collection. And uh, we've actually been stocking up for Halloween, trying to make sure we've got everything we need for Halloween, and and because um, we smoke a lot, we I guess we go through spurts. Well, not that we don't smoke them all the time, but there'll be certain times in the fall, especially coming into the uh, October months. Yep, we love them. Yeah, we um like I you probably say I smoke Tatawai every week. You know, it's just regular rotation. But then there will yep. be times, there will be times, you know, like I'm sure if you open that case now, it's, it's just Tatawai. Um, <laughs> but it just happens, you know? Um, and we thank you, and we thank you for that. Oh, hell, just keep doing it. I'm not mad at it. Um, <laughs> all right, so on the podcast, we always we always pair bourbons and stuff. And we bring new things in and stuff like that. 
Um, so why don't you tell us what we're doing now so we know that. Yeah, so in our podcast, we, you know, I've been collecting bourbon for a long time. So we try to have some heavy hitters, some unicorns, but we also try to have, um, um, you know, some of the lower, and I hate even calling them lower shelf, but some that people aren't buying and aren't recognizing as really good and great bourbons and for the price, the value you're getting. So I always try to bring a bottle and bond uh, to the show and we've done a lot of them. Um, and then just recently, um, within the last couple of weeks, they released from Weston, Missouri, a Ben Holiday. And it's a bottle and bond. And I wanna say, uh, I want to say this is a, it's a six year. Um, and the nice thing about this bottle, let me show it to you. It's uh, got like an old wagon coach and whatever. And there's a huge history all the way back to the 1800s, um, up in Western Missouri where, um, this family got into transportation from boats to rail to, to trucks and uh, anyway became McCormick Distillery up here in Weston and now they've just released this and I haven't actually tasted it yet Mark has absolutely loves it he didn't know I was bringing it that's kind of how we work you know we just at the last minute he brings some cigars I bring the bourbon we don't know and then we get together and shoot the shit about them and um, but the bottle and bond this is a hundred proof and the cool thing about this bottle is they actually tell you where they got it from the Rick house. Like right. there's seven levels in the Rick. So they took 27 and I can't actually read the numbers. Like 23% at the Rick level one. And then the rest of it was done at like uh, five. at five. Right. So they, they took something from one and five because they probably got it really sweet on the bottom. And there's a little more burn. It's getting a little hotter as it goes up through the rick. So, and then yeah. they put this together and I don't know, we're gonna cheers it up here. Nice. I'm excited yeah. about it. Nice. Yeah. Now I have to apologize. I'm not gonna drink uh, this afternoon. I have a high school soccer game to, to witness before I take off, so. Uh, I, under, I understand. Yeah. I understand. Um, what's your, uh, are you, so we all know just by you don't have to know Pete to know that he's a freaking wine nut, right? Yeah. Um, is that something that the, is that is that a family thing or is that I've always been curious about that. <laughs> well, I mean, Pete was blessed uh, at birth with a great palate, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so so it's he's he's uh, he's a severely educated man in uh, all the wines and bourbons. He likes to test through the palate. It's, just, it's kind of the same way he uh, learned how to do cigars at Gus's smoke shop back in the day when he first was out in L.A. Uh, he went from bottom to top and tried everything and, uh, you know, educated his own palate. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're in that same ilk. I love wine. I love pairing cigars with wine. Um, it, but I am not all over the place. I, I like tequila. That's what he's on to now. He's he's all over tequila. Yeah, tequila is his thing. Yeah, so he's moved into that uh, that realm. So he, you know, I've known my brother wine, beer. He, his beer stay was about this long though. 
<laughs> uh, yeah. Um, and then, uh, you know, the bourbons, the whiskey, uh, the scotch, and, uh, you know, now it's, it's tequila. Yeah. yeah. What so, is, hey, um, yeah, I'm, I'm all over the place. Oh, yeah. What is your uh, allocation like up in Maine as far as spirits and, and cigars uh, are? It's state run, so it's difficult. It yeah. is super difficult. Um, New Hampshire's the same way. I was just in, do you know 724 brand at all? Kirk Kendall? Yeah. Yeah, Kirk Kendall has a, has a place, the 724 Lounge, uh, in, uh, in New Hampshire, and uh, he's, he's into tequila also. Um, he has to get his barrels accepted into New Hampshire to bring them into his shop. So it's, state run is really hard. Where yeah. you guys are blessed. Are you guys the same way? No, no. We're, this is no. not state run here. Everything, everything here is an independent license and... Uh, it can get deeper than that. Like I know you can get into barrels and, and well shit, you can open a distillery next door if you wanted to, if you got the license, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yep. But I know what that's like. I did 10 years in Park City, Utah. They own the water, the liquor. <laughs> if they could figure yeah. out the air, they probably would figure something out on that. Yeah. But they own it all. Yeah, they figured out all the snow except for in Alta, right? They don't allow snowboarding in Alta, right? Well, they don't allow snowboarding at Deer Valley because that's Stein Erickson and he's old school. I've actually nice. skied with him. He, we had a buddy of ours that did a uniboard and we really? watched my buddy do the uniboard and he goes, you're the only guy I'm gonna let on this mountain. He goes, you're great. <laughs> no, we had a lot of fun out there in 10 years. Yeah, my, my buddy that I played soccer with in college, he was running the county department for Alta and he loved that that mountain because it was only two planks, no snowboards. They can get close to seven, 800 inches a year. You can be skiing up there almost all the way into July. Yeah, that's amazing. amazing. I don't ski. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't ski. I, I'm, a, I'm a layman. I played hockey in high school, so my coach wouldn't let me, uh, he wouldn't let me play or, or ski. So uh, after I got done my sophomore year in college, I decided to, uh, Try skiing, and uh, my my boys had brought me to the top of the mountain. They brought me to the top of the mountain. Black diamond to start or, or bust. And oh it was, man! Uh, it was it was an experience. <laughs> That's rough. There's no let up at all <laughs> when no. you start at that level. <laughs> no. All right, so let's. Um, I'm not going to do any of the typical boring interview questions. I don't really like those. I just kind of want to shoot the shit with you for a while. Um, All right, cool. But when the one thing I do want to ask is, I was I was telling Hodge before we started. I don't I don't really know this. Um, when did you come into Tatuai? Like, did, um, were you with Pete from the get go? Like the whole thing, or did no. you kind of bump in later with Batelia with, with the imports and everything? So, um, two thousand. Let's see. So two thousand twenty-two. So two thousand twelve is when we started actually. A. Uh, 11 was my first trade show working with him. He, I kind of threw it out there. I was like, hey, thinking about getting in the business, uh, want to help out. I've always kind of talked to him about sales stuff because back when he had brown label, he was transitioning into red label in, in, the, in the, the next coming years. Yeah. And he was, we we're talking about implementing and how to implement it. And it was just more talk than anything. Uh, he did his own thing either way. But, uh, I popped in around 11, worked the show, um, got to know his guys, which 
the crew was actually a lot bigger than it is now. Um, got to know the sales force. Left Vegas with uh, an idea. And I I looked at the boxes, the way they're arranged, and his, his, his boxes pay homage to the top of the wheel, which is Cuban, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, so it's, there's no, there's no, you talk to guys and there's no real rhyme or reason other than the thought process of paying homage to Cuba. Um, so I said, hey, listen, I'll get in. This will be good training wheels for me. I'll hop in and do merchandise for you. I'll travel with your rep. And he's riding back with the boys to L.A. from Vegas, and I'm flying back, and I send this email. And I, I, I don't think he trashed it because I think he read a little of it. He goes, nah, I have other ideas. So he kind of threw that aside. And within a year... We started on the on the course of SLEA, so uh, just about ten years, eleven years. Okay. I've been in. What you know. What's the French connection there? Uh, that trip was Pete and Dan. So the surrogate logo actually comes from caution signs at, at, at intersections. Right. 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 Yeah. The, yeah. And then uh, SLEA means the workshop. So yeah. at the time we had Casper. Dan and I. So the four of us, four corners of the box, the leaf, atelier, and that workshop. So we're working together where Pete's the solo act with Tatuate. So there's your story. Oh, okay, and cool. It, it, it took place in French. And, and every, everywhere Dan and Pete went on that first, or I don't think that was Dan's first trip to, to Bordeaux with Pete, but it was one of them. They saw Atelier, which would be a workshop as in like uh, a, a service station. Uh, a uh, oh goodness, any kind of workshop that would be you know fabric or, or whatever in in town we call atelier. So they got that that idea. All right, cool. And when and did um, when did Dan start with uh, the surrogate stuff? Surrogates was the year before atelier. So ten. Um, what was that? Twenty ten. Yeah. Twenty ten. Okay. Yeah, and it was. It was realistically a play on limited runs, um, which everybody was doing at that point in time, but for every day. And it was, at the time, it was just Spellbreaker and Bone Crusher, and it was sold by NHC. And at the time, nobody, not even the bloggers, knew where it was coming from. They had uh, an idea, probably, but yeah, Dan, Dan just leaked it out into uh, to the public, and uh, I... As lore goes, there was a bunch of them at Davidoff in, in Geneva, um, and they all had these cigars, and they were talking about, like, where did these come from? Ah, uh, okay. NAC had them, but where is he getting them from? And uh, we launched that and two other surrogates the year we launched Atelier. Okay, cool. What's your favorite surrogate? My favorite surrogate? Hmm. Eight baller? Yeah. Broadly, um, and I'm not going to say Tramp Stamp because it's not my favorite. Um, I like the Bone Crusher. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually hanging out with Dan. I've learned to smoke heavier early and go to the lighter palate later. So uh, lighter strength cigars later on. So uh, I've learned to, to love some strength. Yeah, bone. I think Bone Crusher and Crystal Baller are my. Uh, I think they're my two. Crystal Baller, huh? Yeah, yeah. Nice. I like I like those two a lot. Office, 
too often. It, yeah, it yeah. Well, that's, that's what it is. It's just it depends on the like. I bought those seventh. Uh, is it seventh Sam? Seventh Sun? Yeah. Seventh Sam. Seventh Sam. I sent you a picture of the other day. Yeah. Those are good. I, I like them, but I'm, I I don't know. It just it doesn't it doesn't hit always for me. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So love Sumatra. Well, yeah. Right. That, well, there's that. Too. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. You. I mean, Oh, you can't forget Animal Cracker, though. Animal Cracker's a blast. <laughs> Animal Cracker 550. I think 560 not my thing. No, I'm He's not really a 60 guy. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. He was. He's not anymore, but he was at one point in time. Nice. Yeah. Well, there wasn't a whole lot out there when I kind of started. I kind of really started getting into it when I moved out to Park City. Yep. And um, I liked a full-body cigar, and there just wasn't a lot of them out there. And... Um, yeah, I just gravitated and, to the bigger cigar. Right, you had three shops out there in, in Salt Lake, right? That's it? Yeah, and I was a little worried because I lived at about, I built a place about 7,000 feet. I was a little worried about how that was going to react, so I would keep them down. I can't even remember the name of the shop downtown Salt Lake. And uh, it was a Romeo Juliet uh, special reserve, I believe, back in the day. And yeah. um, I just go down and get some every once in a while. I'd be down there every other week anyway. Nice. And um, and then I really kind of got hooked on that. And then Asylum Premium, that Nicaraguan uh, from Asylum, when I met Mark, that was one I was just really enjoying. Mm -hmm. I don't really care for any of the other ones, but that one I just really loved. Yeah. And then, of course, when I met Mark, it, it was like, just throwing me into the ocean with everything. I was trying everything, and now, man, I just, my collection is huge. Yeah. That's awesome. That's but awesome. I definitely like all the stuff from Tatuaje. Um, even uh, the RC, which I, nobody really talks a lot about, but we've smoked those and loved those. And that um, the T110. Yeah, the 110s. Um, I like Enjoy all three. Enjoy all you can. Yeah, <laughs> right. and then of course the monster series and all of those. We're just yeah, yeah. It's crazy. We're we're talking about them all through October. Who's got what? Who found what? And it's been a it's been a great journey with you guys. I love it. But man, you guys have a lot. We do, we do. And then, you know, Pete sometimes says we have a a seat for every app in our portfolio, and uh, and we he doesn't like to put a lot of things to bed to rest for a little while. Uh, we put four brands uh, three years ago, uh, just just to the shelves for a little while, um, and and that's hard as a collector. Uh, he's he's my favorite uh, cigar uh, hoarder. Uh, he doesn't want to he doesn't want to put a brand away, um, which says a lot about him as a as a manufacturer. He doesn't want to not have that cigar for a certain person. So, right. Right. Yeah. Um, that's like I, I joke about um, a lot of the stuff you're seeing. You know, social media can be annoying sometimes, um, and all of this uh, smoke core line stuff, right? That's going around about Tatuaje, <laughs> and everybody, you know, because everybody hopped on one ten, right? They want one ten, or they want yeah. the monster mash boxes, or they're trying to find Carlos, or they're they're hunting, you know, pudgies or young Pete's or any of the or uh, the the butcher cuts and all that. Um, yep. But it's like, dude, if I could just walk into a shop and find Brown Label, I'm the happiest camper in the world, dude. Like, I, well, I'm good to go. You guys all have to remember, and I think a lot of the end consumers do that know 
a lot about our brand is most of these lines underneath the umbrella of Havana Sellers of Tatawahe Inc. Um, are small production, especially Miami. Yeah. I mean, to produce what we have coming out of Miami is amazing. Um, you know, everybody's like, oh, it's got to be leased, it's got to be, you know, whatever production issues. Uh, it's just a small batch. And uh, and it, it says a lot about our long-standing customers that have them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the, the retailers. So, uh, yeah, they are hard to come by. Yeah. So speaking of that, I don't want to get, uh, get off of that. The Miami 15. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll just We're leave fine. it at that. That man fell in love with that cigar. <laughs> And then, and then poof, nice. and then poof. I was halfway. Oh, no, it's, it's still in there. It's just in small production. Yeah. Hey, you got to lean on your retailer to get them for you. Hey. Yeah, uh, really? Well, I know. I know a guy. I know a guy. Hang on. Yeah, I know a guy. We'll find out. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, we, we have them in smaller production. I, I just went around looking for the Miami Ten uh, a couple days ago around town to where I know them, and I couldn't find any here of late. Um, well, so. To the original ten or the tens were were the Belonk and the Bonchessor. Those are our regular production coming out of Nicaragua. Bonchessor so, is right. Yeah, both both Bonchessor and and Belonk. Oh, okay, cool. All right. Are both for, those were celebration cigars for the tenth anniversary? Okay, okay, cool. Yeah, the Reserva that was a, a one off. Right, you know, um, but but those two those are just regular out of Pepine, right? Yeah, out of okay. Nicaragua. Out of Nicaragua. Yeah. Okay. My father, I say, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, how much production comes out of Miami? Or I mean, maybe not how much, like how, how often can production release out of Miami? It, 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 it's constantly moving. It's constantly going. It's just fulfillment. Right. The more popular it's getting. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, and that's the hard thing is, is the more popular it's getting, you know, the harder it is to, to fulfill all the needs. I mean, our number one cigar in our, our line Speaking of six by sixty, is is the Grand Cojonu? That's our number one skew. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Go figure, right? Never would have called that. It would. It I was number two that? was uh, what? What was that? Sorry, I, didn't I don't even know, know if I've one. ever smoked. No, you've smoked Cojonu, but you haven't smoked that one. That that is it is a six sixty. It's just got it is the six sixty. It's just got the band at the foot, right? Yeah. Yeah. No. And they're made in Miami. So that that number that number takes up a lot, um, you know. Wow. And the the original the original sizes are all right there. Um, Noea, Reggio, uh, Unico, Unico's right up there in sales. Um, you know, RCs are made out of Miami. Miami. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I mean, production is quite uh, large for the ten to thirteen rollers, depending on the year or the time of year that we have well that's what i was going to ask next i was curious how many actual rollers were there in in miami yeah it's it, through covid it fluctuated i think 13 down to 10 maybe nine. Oh wow um you know and, and, and again the, the the girl that's doing no way is blasting through no way is no problem <laughs> and and there's the guy trying to keep up with you know the taino or the or the uh grand cojonu bit difficult so it really it depends you know it's nice having Pete in Miami now yeah in Miami he kind of watches over Pete's always there I mean he's he's teaching whoever's rolling you know the necessary uh tools to to roll correctly 
uh, you know, uh, dialing it back, Hyeno, when it won number nine cigar of the year in Cigar Aficionado, um, that was Jaime's wife that was rolling that cigar. Really? Yeah. 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 Oh, that's Pretty cool. cool. That's she cool. doesn't do that anymore. She's no. <laughs> and I don't think Jaime would let her roll anymore. But she was she was a fabulous roller. Oh, that's awesome. Under Papine's tutelage, right? <laughs> yeah, I need roller. to learn. I think I would be a good roller. I want to learn that. Um, yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I do want to ask you this um, because I see this Britannica size of the tenure that we're doing at the event. Mm-hmm. Right? Is that is the Britannicas, right? Yes, it's, okay. it's the Bellon. Yeah. Bell, okay. Yeah. I'm super excited about that. Um, what atelier are you bringing? Uh, we're or what is coming? I'm sorry, I shouldn't say bringing, but what's coming? It looks like that new Lat 54, the black one. It's it's a Lat 54 special selection, so it's a higher priming wrapper. Okay. So it's the same fancy spiritus wrapper. It's just higher priming. And uh, so it's darker, richer. It's uh, more of a medium plus body, uh, still a medium strength. Okay, cool. I'm getting my Zoom update here. We'll have to restart this in 10 minutes, but not a big deal. Okay. Um, I'm cheap. I ain't paying for Zoom, bro. It's, it's not what no, I'm getting out of your mind. Um, okay, cool. And then is there anything different in the tenure in Miami, the, the tattoo? Uh, no, it's a medium body stick made in Nicaragua. Um, it, 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 was a, it was one of the two. The Bonchessor was the other one for the 10th anniversary. It just stayed in line. Okay. Um, yeah. And, and then when we did the 10th anniversary back in the day, all of them had that band, the 10th anniversary band. Yeah. So it was just re, rebranding for that one year, and then we went back to the regular uh, brown label band. Oh. That would yeah, make sense. So, okay. So if you find if you find a Taino or a Unico or a Rizio or a Noea um, or a Speciale with a 10th anniversary band, you know you have some age there. Nice. Yeah. Oh, that would make sense. Hmm. I never thought about that. Sorry, I had a little so mind somebody, blown there. Somebody goes to 10th anniversary cigar. I'm like, okay. We did, we did a close tour on all of those. It was, it was just a different beast, but um, it was, it, you know, my parents for a while in the shop in Maine um, had some of the 10th anniversary stocks that my brother sent them. Um, and guys would walk in the store looking for rare stuff. And I'm like, it's right there in front of you. <laughs> Literally right there. It's, it's been sitting in Keith Humidor for a long time. Grab that. They're like, oh, really? I'm like, really? I had one guy walk in and buy a box of Unicos one day because he knew. Mm-hmm. He goes, he, looked, he turned over the box and he's like, oh my God, look at that. I'm like, yep, grab him. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. When you know, you know, man. That's cool. Okay, I didn't know that. All right. Yeah, yeah so we're excited about that. So it's both those cigars. Um, and then, you know, we're doing Angel's Envy is going to be out there. And are they uh, bringing boxes in for this as well? I yeah, believe uh, so. Brian yeah. brought some boxes in. Yeah. You should probably hit him up because I'm holding some of it because there's this constantly changing inventory. So I'm waiting for inventory to cut. They were coming in either yesterday or today uh, to put his order in so we could get it out to him on time. Well, stand yeah. by. <clears throat> and I'm actually going to have him do the. Uh, 
the S or the special selection and uh, some of the sell offs I'm gonna have them order extra boxes because I wanna do like five packs or, or six packs of yeah of those cigars. So well and I wanna you know, I wanna pick up each of the box and you know, we keep the box. I know these guys are gonna wanna buy them. We've got a lot of undercover top the Wahe fiends here. They just, you know, yeah. they, they love them, but they've never really been able to connect with them. And since you and Dan are going to be here, it's going it, to, it'll be really cool. You know, like I'm going to have you guys sign my boxes and stuff. You know, it'll, it'll be cool, you know. Um, yeah. And I think we'll move a lot of it, you know, rather quickly. So. Yeah, just remind be, Brian of that. I, I just did. I just did. Yeah. Just, uh, that was, that's what this was here. This was the, uh, the old text. Yeah. Um, I, I told him that too. I told him he could order them. Oh. Yeah. Which was, what's that? Uh, the 15th. Oh, the 15s? Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll reach out to... Because uh, those, those were what? 10 count in a Bellicoso, right? One of the sizes? Yep. Silver label. Uh, white label. White label. White. Yeah, that is that. Yep. Yeah, it's white. Yeah, that's that. Yeah, I remember when we, we tried them down here, and I don't know what was left, but I was about halfway through that cigar, and I was blown away with the the lightness of the cigar. And I was like... There's just a feel in your hand, and that 15 was so light, and then all of a sudden the flavor was just out of this world. Com and I just got out of the chair. I didn't say anything to anybody. I just went in and bought like eight of them. <laughs> and everybody was pissed, and that was the end of that. No more doing that. No, um, we do have them. It's just, it's, 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 again, it's limited, again, to how many rollers we have in Miami. Um, I'll, I'll find out later today, and I'll I'll, I'll put a message into Brian. Yeah, to tell him yes. he just he just said he's going to forward you the email, so you know you guys go through it that way with him. Um, yeah, but super sweet man. So what's coming? What's coming down the pipeline? Um, you know, I don't. I'm not asking for anything weird. Can I ask a question though? Sure. What happened to the advent calendars? They're coming. That's I spent all yesterday and today reorganizing so everything was coming up late from china that, that's our box right so i, I do remember <laughs> last year uh, pete and i actually joked on instagram he put that picture up of the bundle of the advent sticks and i was like can i just like pay you for the bundle i don't even need the box like can we <laughs> and he, you know, we went back and forth and we were messing around with it but um right. i do remember him putting up saying that he didn't want to release it because the boxes weren't going to be done in time right they, they, they were such a tight fine line on showing up on time and showing up you know so we get them out late the one thing people don't understand is my brother was a retailer first yeah when he got in the cigar business he worked at Gus's smoke shop then he went through uh to uh the big easy and then over to grand havana room retailer 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 you know whether it was hand, all hands on deck humidor guy to a buyer for a big uh Big, uh, he put it. Like he put his time in. You know, he yeah. put his time in, but he understands the business of launch times and being on time. And if you don't have the advent calendar on time to sell, they're they're no good to the retailer. Right. So so he held 2021 back. So we're going to ship both. Uh, I have my reps going through all of it. They're going to reach out to retailers uh, to reorganize. We're going to send them in boxes of. 521s and 522s um and there's about seven cigars that are crossovers between the two boxes and then the rest are uniforms yeah i'm, I'm so excited Absolutely. for that yeah 
So, so even if you get a 2021, it's going to be different from the 2022 box. Right. Okay. Cool. I was curious about that. I, I had asked uh, I had asked Brian and Dan when they got back from the show, and I was like, you know, I was really excited about the the, the surrogate stuff, uh, Cabaguan, seeing the sizes and that. Um, Veracool Blue, which I want to talk to you about. Um, have you smoked Veracool Blue yet? Yeah. Yeah, you did. Okay, cool. I want to talk to you about it because I, I have some questions. <laughs> I want to know answers. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. But that was the one thing I asked. I was like, dude, did anybody talk about the advent calendar? Because like it just yeah, went so, away, and I was like, "Well, damn it, man! <laughs> damn so, it!" To be honest with you, the advent calendar got brought up a little bit at the show, but the one thing that didn't get brought up much, which was kind of weird, was what's the next monster? Well, that was what it, I've been waiting to ask. So I, I don't know. If, I I've, I've messed with Pete about this for probably a year now, and I keep saying it. I'll message him every Friday, and all I say is Krampus. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Crap. Come on, man! It'd be, like, I want to pick one. So, so you, do you know the history of the monsters and how they were developed? So I have, I have, I would love for you to tell the story. I have probably heard the same story that I've heard it a little personally um, from Tat guys. Um, I've heard it, you know, what he's done in interviews. Um, but go ahead and tell us. You go ahead and tell us. No, no, I, I just I, I love it because realistically, that was I, I don't say this drunk times that lost the street cigar, but those those times spent writing down what the monsters would be because it was really developed in Gloucester Street with Pete's time there with the crew, which is Jose, the pork chop, yeah, that cigar. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the pork tenderloin was, was kind of bought up there somewhat. I mean, a lot of it comes with Pete's time, you know, whether he's in LA alone or doing what he's doing. But, uh, you know, those guys kind of just fit you know, threw spaghetti against the wall, but those, all all of the sizes, I mean, all of the uh, the monsters were thought up back then. So yeah. when somebody goes, oh, the, the Invisible Man, and I'm like, yeah, no. Right. Uh, right. You know, all these ideas, and I'm like, yeah, they've, they've already been there. It's, it's the thing already. Um, it's just, what's the next monster in yeah. line? Right. So now, well, that that... We have, now that we have them all out there, now we're just doing redux. Right, and I'm perfectly fine with that, and I'll explain that in a second. Let's pause this real quick. I've got to end this yep. one. If you'll just rejoin that link in a minute, we'll have you yep. on, okay? All right, baby, see you in a minute. Yep. Recording. All right, so Casey will hop back on here in a second. Um, got to get this uh, recording moved over. That's really interesting. I know we were going to talk about the monster, but I can't believe nobody asked about it. It's got to be the first year at the show no one's asked about a monster. That's like, that's like Pete will always joke about when he gets on his Instagram lives. He's like, you'll know when you know. Well, I know you bring up the Krampus. I, I wish it would be the creature. Um, they did the creature. In that, in that box. In the monster, the monster box. box. Yep. But um, he's had a lot of redos, hasn't he? I mean, He's, he's only done one box. redo. Only one redo. Well, he's had a lot of boxes, like Skinny Monster, like the Drac or the Wolf. Recording or, in progress. Um, well, yeah, every every monster size did come in its own face box. That was there, not the creature. No, the creature was the finish in the monster mash, right? And maybe we, maybe we can ask about that. I don't know if I think that was just the anchor at the end of the collection because when Karloff There's came a lot out, of caveat. Right well, when there, when throw the creature when Karloff came out, Karloff wasn't technically in the monster lineup. You know, I don't I don't think respectfully yeah. as in dress box and things like that, but. 
we're talking about the monster box and all the monsters in there. Are you on? I'm alive. Uh, we were talking about the creature from last year that was in the box. I was kind of excited because that's one of my favorite. Um, real quick, the thing I want to ask you before I forget is when we get our monster uh, boxes, everybody's made fun of me because I actually label when I take one out because it's so hard to... Like, if, if your box gets in disarray, you really don't know what you're smoking. You have to go back, look at the box, and find out, like, oh, my gosh, especially depending on the size. How did he decide to do, if you keep it in the box, you can keep track of what you're smoking. But if they get out, you know, all it says is tatuade on that thing. You got a colored band, right? Yeah. The colored band will be the, the uh, moniker for, for, for what it is. Yeah, so, but there's no colored band uh, on the box. What, what do you mean? There's no colored band on the box. I'm just saying when you, that lid shows you in, in, in those slots. Oh, in the monster mash. Right. Right, but they should have the colored band that they use for that monster. No, I know every band has a different color, right? I get that. But on that lid, the name of that particular one is just, um, it's just on the lid. Right? Right. Right. So I was getting shit because I'm like, when I, okay, if I did the wolf, I'd put a slot, wolf is gone. And then I would know all the way down to the creature. Um, and I was just trying to figure out what his thought process was, was just doing the uh, colored band instead of putting the names on them. It, it was just, it, for, for the regular monsters, it always had a significant band to it. Whether you know the the the, the track or the, the but color wise, yeah, color wise, and that was it. And that's what we did for the monster matchup and for the little monsters, the skinny monsters. They all have their specific band, right? So, um, and yes, it is a lot of homework for you. It's color. You would you <laughs> yeah. You would, you would have an absolute horrible time going to the factory with us because none of them have bands. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And that's and that's what we said markers and we're writing on the cello what they that's have. exactly yeah. what i was doing and he was giving yeah. me trouble like dude it, as it, many cigars it, as we've got out here you need to mark them so we know what's going on so all you have to do is i, I learned this when i was on a trip to the factory and yeah that's how you have to tell the guy all right good you'll believe it <laughs> all right so we're back to uh what might be the next monster so the draft the draft yeah we're gonna go into redos I wanted to say what I what I I am very happy about that, and I know there's some of these. I hate when they call them hardcore fans; and they get mad at stupid shit. Some of these guys are like, well, they want a new monster, they want this, and I'm like, look, I want you right now to go out and find an original face box sealed of Drac. Find it. Oh, yeah. And then if you yeah. find it, pay for it. Pay for it. Okay. Yeah. So now it's pay like, look, I've been out. I've been smoking the monster since. Since Frank, or I think I started with Drac. I don't think I had a Frank until later, but I've been smoking them. And it's one of those things now where you kick yourself in the ass and maybe you should have just bought the box then. Who knows? But now with these Facebook, they're come, you can do it. Yeah. So many more people have the option to actually smoke these now. 
you right. know, instead of someone. I mean, I see guys all the time. Ryan, one of the guys that works here, he's in one of these these secret trade groups, and dude, they'll have a. I saw the other day he had the face face box with three cigars. The mm-hmm. box was five hundred dollars. Each cigar was one hundred and fifty, and they were sold yeah. within about twenty minutes of posting it. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. okay, hang on. Like, I get it a little bit, right? But like. Five, for an empty box, like, yeah, <laughs> come on, man. Well, well it's one. There was a hundred. I mean, six hundred and sixty-six boxes at mm-hmm. the time. So these guys are avid collectors, and some of these guys are dumping stuff now uh, that aren't collecting anymore. They're out of the business. They pass on. They, you know, whatever. They got out of smoking for what for one reason or another. But you know, I've seen guys that have the whole collection. Well, that's why uh, I'm. I'm Ever since we got some of our friends into into Tatuaje and moving around and doing the monsters, like the Karloff for me was when I started noticing everybody just dive in to yeah. monster serious cigars that had never talked about them before when Karloff dropped. Right. And it was like, right. oh, wow. So I know you know Jimmy down at Crew. Anytime we're down at yeah. Crew, um, yeah. like when I've had some of the guys in there, they're walking around, they're seeing the pudgies, and they're seeing, you know, he's got Frank – through bride faced out the Myers box they're all there yeah you know yep. and I've, there people, I've seen people ask them to reach up and pay for it off the wall yeah like I've been there I've witnessed the conversation and he's like no yeah. dude no you can't no, no. no you can't have that's, it that's mine <laughs> you know yeah that's that's a, that's a hard one dude I think one of the things that we've done and we've learned from um so with the car loft, we did all dress boxes right Everybody got a little piece. So our production was about 5,000 boxes. On Karloff. It's a huge, yeah, of yeah. Karloff, which is a huge number. Um, which, you know, a substantial number anyway. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that was, that was a good respite between, you know, the regulars to the reduxes, where we're able to, to launch this, have it out there. And we found that having a regular box, I think, tends to to give the customer that wants something cherished like a draft box or a, a, a frank box from last year whether it's one of the 666 or one of the regulars it's not just remember how the uh the boxes were just 10 count boxes in, in the regulars yeah the regular yeah we're doing still 13 but in a dress box it's just not the actual number dress box right yeah you know, so that that's kind of cool so guys that are just getting into Takuahe actually have a dress box they don't have the you know 666 but they have something special exactly and, and that's and that's what i was saying i was like dude for people getting into it now that was my reference i'm saying go find a dress drag box go ahead go find box number 522 go ahead yeah. you know it's gonna yeah, cost I was, you I, I was i was at a uh at an auction, one of Pete's best customers up at Federal Cigar in New Hampshire, his uh, wife was auctioning stuff off to, to help pay for, um, you know, the kids going into school afterwards and whatnot. And I, it was just sitting there. It was a wolf box. And I spent 500 and almost 600 bucks on that box. It was good to, to give back to her. Um, and it's definitely not what he paid for it. But that's awesome, you know. That's awesome. Um, yeah, it, it felt good to, to to give back, and those are those are the situations that I think, uh, you know, selling selling old stock and, and trading, um, or or uh, selling off old stock is, is important. 
and, and it's worked. So, um, trying to think of what else to, you know, uh, you you are part of that crew that smoke regular, regular tat. You you're part of that uh, Facebook group with Mo or no? No, I'm I'm not I'm not on there, but I do talk with Mo a couple times a week on Instagram. I yeah. I despise Facebook. I don't have a Facebook. Like if it yeah. weren't if it weren't for the podcast and our company, I wouldn't have an Instagram. <laughs> I, <laughs> social media just drives me up a wall. But I talk. I'm on I'm on Mo's lives. I talk with Mo every now and then. I, I tag him in a lot of stuff. I tag you and Pete in. Um, mm-hmm. Anytime anytime we're smoking, like when we picked up the ashtrays, I tagged everybody in it. Um, but yeah. yeah, Mo does all his Fausto Fridays. Um, yeah. He just picked up. I saw him today. He, somebody just picked up a. Uh, what was that box he opened? Or maybe that was Pete. He had that that K two two box. It was Pete. Was that Pete? That Pete that? Posted. Yeah. Yeah. I almost posted. I have one of those original boxes. Yeah. I, I went downstairs. And I'm like, ah, I'll break that. I'll break it out later. <laughs> um, Pete, Pete and Dan were like, you haven't broken it out yet. No. And they are meant to be smoked. Yes, no. Yeah, yes, yes. Uh, but but uh, there's there's some things I like to keep aside. I have an original box of uh, racing fifteens uh, that I absolutely love that size, and I, I have a bunch of original stuff that I'll smoke at some point. But yeah, it's yeah. just part of the history of our company. Yeah, that's a, um, so Mo Mo is uh, uh t- is he up there with you? No, he's in New York, New Jersey. New York, New Jersey. Okay, he's the tat rep, New York, New Jersey, and. Uh, he, is he took tat, over my old territory. Tat Latmo. Oh, okay. Okay, Tat Latmo. And he is he's big on the smoke core line. He does Fausto Fridays. And then I love he he doesn't go at anybody, but like when somebody will post like they've got this old vintage box, he'll always hit it with they're meant to be smoked. <laughs> like he throws them in there. And then anytime he smokes something that's old, he'll say, you know, the hashtag they're meant to be smoked. And I love that. You know, it, it, it's really kind of cool because Mo Mo is is pushing that hard and it does help his bottom end but um, uh, Dan is the same way if, if Dan has a box of something he's sharing it's, a, it's like a bottle sharing beer bottle sharing bourbon it's one of those things like hey try this this is this is this is important to me I want you to experience the same thing I'm experiencing or something different try this and uh, I think it's pretty cool well that's, oh, that's why that's why we that's why I love bourbon and I got him into bourbon. He's a Scotch guy when I first met him, and now he's total bourbon guy too. But you can buy if you find something super special, and let's say it costs you five hundred for that bottle. I can share that for the next five, ten years until we finally drank it with good friends, and all of them have an opportunity because sometimes everybody can't afford a five hundred dollar bottle. But we've got it, and I love sharing it, and that's the cool thing. That's why I'm not. Don't get me wrong. I love a good a good glass of wine. I love wine, but you know, four good glasses and that bottle's gone. A great bottle of bourbon, man. You can share that for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Yes and no. I, no it I, depends. I <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends on if you keep your hands off of it and don't drink it before you share it. Yeah, and. It, it's kind of crazy because I've had some some bottles gifted to me from you know Civil Cigar Bar when they were opened, and Federal's had some great barrels um, that I've tasted through them, and all of a sudden it's gone. I'm like, oh my god, that that was an awesome barrel, and it'll never be back again right. unless I could find another bottle of that. So I, I've had uh, I had a collection 
for a, a long time. Uh, I sold off some of it already, but uh, I had a collection of old Forrester birthday bourbon. And poof, talk about a bottle that was $59 at retail at one time. Yeah. Now they're, they're six, $700 a bottle. Yeah, and that might be the cheap end. <laughs> yeah. Mine is Old Fix Gerald. Old Fix Gerald? Yeah. yeah. Heaven Hill, it's hard to beat that, man. Those bottle and bond decanters, I think that's yeah. some of the best juice out there. And, and I've been, you know, trying to get them as inexpensive as I can and uh, drink some of them and then share it and then hold back on some of them because I just think that stuff is fantastic. Yeah. You know, it's kind of kind of crazy because I have some, the culture of cigar smoking and bourbon up here in Maine is very, it's not limited, it's just, it's new, it's infantile, right? It's, it's young. Um, I have a lot of guys that are reaching out going, what should I drink? What should I smoke? And, uh, you know, I, I tell guys, if you can find Breckenridge, early Breckenridge, uh, if you can find some Evan Williams, if you can find some Basil Hayden, those are reachable and, and, and they're well-grounded, they're, they're, they're drinkers. Dude, I so say all the time, have, Four Roses Single Barrel. Oh, right? absolutely. You can buy that absolutely. bottle from anywhere between 35 and 50 bucks, and I'm telling yeah. you, it that thing yeah. still shows up at blind tastings at bourbon events, and it gets picked over name the big name bottle, right? Like, it, yeah, it yeah, still yeah. does that, Yeah, absolutely. You know? So, and I do the same thing with cigars. I've got guys that, are, that you would never think would be full-body smokers and full, uh, and, and full strength smokers, and I got guys that are smoking Fausto up here left and right. Yeah. My, my mom has a customer. She's like, "Oh my god, he buys nine a week," and I'm like, "Awesome, that's the customer you want." <laughs> hey, speaking of Fausto, I really, 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 really enjoyed so much that I almost have a box of them. The old man in the sea. Yeah, that was awesome. What? Yeah. So what? What generated that? Because now my question is, why can't I get a box of Fausto Lanceros? You, you can't get a box of Fausto Lanceros, but you can get the next best thing. You, well, not next best thing, but I'll, I'll tell you the, the cigar that's out there. And you went to some of the retailers, uh, up down to the 1050 lawn sale. Yeah. Fausto. Yeah. You need to find that. Who did it? Up down cigar in Chicago. Up down cigars. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah. They had the 1050. And Pete did a redux for them. So they've had them in stock for a little bit. They just weren't put out there, but that, that, that's a divine cigar. Right, well. You know, that fits into that wheelhouse that you look for small ring gauge, probably will hit, hit your palate pretty well. Damn, he's got them right here. Right there, Lonsdale. So I'm getting ready to light up the Veroso. The Veracu. See how I have my pronunciations are not always fantastic. Um, tell us about this. Veracu. Veracu. So tell us about the Veracu because I've bought all of the different sizes that have been available here in St. Louis. Tell us about that. So which uh, in the in the regular Veracu you bought? No, no, he's sizes? got he's got Veracu blue. Okay, yeah, Veracu, Ver so he, two sizes, so he has he has smoked Veracu because I'm a I'm a number four and number six fiend. Like I, I boxes okay. on those, yeah. I love those. So he has yep. smoked those. So 
But yeah. this is this but is blue. We got the at lit. We got the um, fifty count chest of them. Oh, nice. Yeah. So nice. they they they're great in the humidor, man. I'll I'll make sure you see tats like well they call it like the pepine realm is like the best way to kind of explain it. But yeah, look, yeah. Oh, it's amazing, man. I call I call I call the factory for you. I had a bunch there. of other guys <laughs> that are made in the factory. Right there, you it, go. It'd be easiest, <laughs> the easiest way for a retailer to forge out a section of his humidor would be pepine section, right? Well, that's why it's always funny for me when someone goes, "Oh, I'm a big my father." Um, I like Jamie Garcia's tobacco. And I'm like, oh, right on. I'm like, well, you know, so you've had my father. Yeah, I'm like, well, have you ever had uh, Tatuaje? No, like San Cristobal, uh, La Roma de Cuba. Uh, have yeah. you had this year's Cal- like Calaveras? Like, have you, they're like, no, I don't know. That's not, that's not Pippin. I'm like, well, you, okay. Yeah, you, you do you, bro. <laughs> Blenders are blenders, you know, and, and everybody, you know, Pete has a different palette of pepine, but they bounce things off of each other all the time. So, yeah, similar but very different. Very different. No, that's one thing I've always loved about about. I'm gonna call it Pete's relationship with pepine, Hubert's relationship with pepine, um, the, the whoever the, the Ashton side is is directly involved with pepine. There are a lot of blenders that you run into that. Um, some of them whore themselves out and some of them just do a lot of contractual work, right? You can find comparisons between brands very, rather quickly and easily. If there are three that are very difficult to do, pick a Coraline My Father cigar, pick a Tatuaje release, and then pick a Calaveras from, that Huber's done with Pepin and try and pair them to each other. It's almost impossible. It is. I mean, it's 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 so distinctly different in everything he does, and that's like when people start talking masters of tobacco, like you can say whatever you want. There's one guy, man. Like there's when you run it out like that, there's one guy. It's it's Pepin. Yeah, it's Pepin. Absolutely. Yeah. And you know, and 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 he's got that mad time down. I mean, you you think about it, you have double binder, so you can switch that up. Everything, all those components are 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 interchangeable. You could have. Uh, I don't even think we touched it yet. The number of blends that we could have at a factory that that are not—it's snowflaking, right? Yeah, yeah, it's, no way, uh, yeah, <laughs> no way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm sure that I'm sure one day, you know, you're gonna have a dream, and Pepin's gonna have a dream, and then you know, you'll be talking to Pete, and then bam, it's gonna be the next fucking something, right? That's never yeah. been done before. No, we, I mean we've we've done some some cool things. Dan and I have been on the road. You know, early on we were on the road a ton, and we came back and said, you know, this is where Negotiant came from. Uh, you know, that, Connecticut. That cigar, that is yeah. my favorite cigar to give to somebody that tells me that a Connecticut cannot be strong. Oh, I love that cigar. Full of flavor. Yeah, I, I love it. It's a San Andreas wrapper in the binder. I love that cigar. The San Andreas in the binder, which actually gives it that razor sharp eyeliner look to it when it's burning. Yep. It's got the white ass, and it's this is smoke. this is the Ecuador Connecticut cigar that I've given you. The, the Monopole number three, I think, is the size we have. Monopole number yeah. Monopole yeah. yeah. Oh, I say Monopole. Yeah. Is it Monopole? Yeah. Monopole. Okay. Monopole, Monopole number three. Um, yeah. I got some from Jimmy. Yep. Um, oh, okay. Hang on. I got a, a big question. I have to interrupt this whole thing for. Uh, I grew up in Hawaii. I know we haven't talked anything about that. I got some friends that are still out in Hawaii. When's the Musubi? Is it coming back? Uh, not for a while. Not for a while. 
No, we actually, when we posted all those pictures when we are in LA shipping products after the show, um, that was the Habano version of Masubi. Oh, really? Yeah, and it was it was actually a wedding cigar for one of Pete's friends. Yeah. And it yeah. was a 50 count cab, and it was funny because I was in the office and I moved this bag and had a box in it. He goes, did you look in the box? And I'm like, no, I didn't look in the box. He goes, it's a surprise. And I go, uh, yeah, I got that. I don't know what it is, so you're all good. And uh, yeah, I, I don't think he's coming back for a long time. Uh, I'd be <laughs> I'd be surprised because Mar- you know again Hawaii just had their redux with T110. Yep. So we gotta we gotta dance around some other reduxes. Yeah. Uh, and, right. and some fun stuff, you know. Yeah. We got, we got actually speaking of reduxes, and you were asking about what's coming up next. Uh, Tobacco Plaza, Danny Dickowitz. Um, we're doing the, the the redux of the double D. Really. Yeah, so that will be out in September, and oh, then wow. probably somewhere in October, maybe November, we're going to have the Sumatra version, which is the DB that will be coming up next. Oh, that. cool! Do I have yeah. someone? And that will go out to the rest of the country. Damn, that's awesome. Um, yeah. Okay, yeah, we'll jump. We'll jump back to that. I'm I'm hopping through loops over here just to get the freaking Panyolo this year. So. <laughs> yeah, um okay so veracruz blue so yeah first i want i i want to ask you um main difference between this and you know core red like red label line right veracruz line um is it the wrapper the shape grown Ab- absolutely is that it it's it's corojo 99 shape grown it's it's 100 uh, papine or garcia tobacco it's a puro <laughs> How did you how did you like this compared to uh, just Barracuda? I like it more for me. Okay. For my, you know, I've been through a ton of Barracuda um, in the in my career. Um, uh, smoked a lot. Uh, I find um, it's uh, it's very aromatic. Aroma wise, it it it, it 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 really teases the palate, makes me salivate a little bit more. Yeah. Um, uh, and and the strength is still there, though. The strength is still there. It's just matched a little bit by the the, the aromatic wrapper. And, okay, so now that you say it that way, the one thing that that I get, I guess what I was excited for is you know it being a new line coming in the Veracruz Blue. I thought it was going to be distinctly different. Mm-hmm. And it's 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 not, it's not. But I will I will agree with you there. The strength is still there on the cigar. It is very much still there. Um, yeah. I prefer the robusto over the Toro. That's just just me. Yeah. Um, but it just kind of like not like you were let down or sad, but I was like, damn it, it's not like it's not that that explosively different. You know, I I. I don't know. What do you think about it? You're smoking I, it right now. Well, I think uh, when you said aromatic and it leaves a um, doesn't dry my palate out and it's really airy and fresh. Um, I don't know. I mean, I would have to. 
I just smoked that red line probably last week or whatever. No, I, I agree with Casey. It makes you salivate. Um, it it, it just you moist. I guess the way I would dis, uh, distinct moist. it is. Did you say moist? Moist. Yeah. <laughs> moist. Well, here, this is my thing. Like, okay, I, I've told this to guys like drink Budweiser beer and try five of them. Your mouth just goes cotton mouth. So then drink uh, a Miller Lite, five of those. And your your mouth is still fresh, and you're salivating, and things are still working right. And it's a difference between rice and corn. And and then some of these, I, I I don't know all the technical reasons why it's happening in some sense of the way, but um, this just seems like my like you said, I'm salivating more. Mm. I find it I I find it super approachable. Um, you know, sometimes I. I honestly feel that, you know, sometimes Veracruz might be a little over the top for some people that are more of a medium smoker, where this, this, this tames it down in a positive way, but still has that body to it. Yes, on blue. Yeah, no, I completely agree. On blue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's the, uh, what's the plan with this, with Veracruz blue? It's, it's, it's staying in line. Staying in line? Yeah, so 50 count cabs were one and done. We did 200 boxes of each. They went out throughout the whole country. It's kind of a little yesteryear play on what we did with the original Veracruz when we released them. There were 50 count cabs of those. Um, So they're one and done, and now we're just going to do our regular box line in the one and two, and that's it. And then those those are, what are they, 25? 20, 25? 25. 25? Right on. Oh, no, 20, my bad. 20? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. I don't know. I saw them, I saw them in the in the 20. Jimmy's got them down at Crew. Um, I, I like them, you know, again, the, the the homage box, like the classic, classic top of box. Um, those 50 counts, man, like I so badly just want to buy one, but damn it. <laughs> <laughs> you just have to start <laughs> do a walk-in humidor at your house. It's, a, it's an investment. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I'm... Uh... I'm uh, a huge uh, Tupperware and uh, Igloo cooler guy. Dude, I got, so. I've got, so I've got next to the bar at the house, I have one of the uh, QI, um, you know, the standalone towers. That's the one that, you know, you talk about sharing with people. I'm like, if you, if you come over to the house, open it. Like if, if the box isn't open, open it, you know, get into it, like go nuts, you know. And then in, in in my office, I've got three fridges that I've wow. just and I, I just found like I I buy I buy these cool vintage little mini fridges and I don't plug them in, yep. and just bove to them and dude they, they're amazing. Yeah. Like they yeah. might they might be better than the damn humidor, and they were cheaper. <laughs> well, I'm doing what big, you, I have the big monster igloos. That's what I have. That's exactly my son just had a wedding. And he said, Dad, we need a big cooler for the uh, bus deal. And I'm like, I love it because I need one anyway. And I took, I've got three medium humidors and I've been fighting them. I'm like, I'm just going to buy this big baby. And now it's half full and, and, and I'm loving it. So yeah. I've got actually one medium and one big now. So that's where I've got all my stuff and it's rolling beautiful now. Yeah. So uh, it's kind of funny because. I have the big igloo coolers, and I keep one on the left, and I tell my wife all the time, the one on the left, you can, if somebody wants a cigar, go ahead and grab out of that humidor. 
And she's like, why? I'm like, those are all my leftovers from years of the big smoke. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> and everything I've been given and some of our stuff. But it's stuff that's approachable. I said, the other two, do not touch. Right. <laughs> Leave them alone. Yeah, I had to move. I had to move over inside inside my my cabinet there. I had I had one tray that's probably got I don't know. There's about hundred or so cigars in it now. That they're look. I'm with everybody. They're meant to be smoked, right? But these are the ones like y'all you know, get to eventually. And yep. I had to I had to move all those out of there because you know I do tell everybody I'm like yo you can go in there and get whatever you want just don't touch that second shelf. There's a shelf on top of it for a reason. But then I start yep. catching, you know, guys are coming outside. And I'm like, whoa, whoa. What whoa, do you grab? You, what do you got there? You're, he's like, I've never what? seen one. It's like, I've never seen one of these. I'm like, there's a reason for that. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um, yep. So, uh, La Maison, uh, was that was that the first Atier launch? Was that the, is that the origin, originator? No. Uh, La Maison was number four. Number four? In the line. Yeah. So we had... The regular lat, which is Santi Spiritus wrapper, which was the original from from ten years ago, uh, and then we had Selection Special the next year with um, did we bring out the Maduro the year later or was it the same year? We had Maduro, and then came La Mission, and that was our dabbling. Since Casper, Casper absolutely fell in love with San Andreas. Okay. Absolutely, he, he, it's one of his can't, one of his favorites. And, can't blame him. I think it's already, I think it's one of the best already, rappers. Right, and 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 we had already had uh, the uh, satin glove um, out in San Andreas, but we really and Pete had some stuff done years ago, but we really hadn't dabbled much into it, and then La Mission just caught on fire. Great rating. Super approachable cigar for everybody, and, uh, and and the price is right, you know. Oh yeah, that that 1959, I, that just that that little I call it a robusto, I think is what it is. Yeah, that yeah. is just that is just a, a heavenly little chocolate bar that just never. Yeah. I mean, I, I thoroughly enjoy that cigar. A lot. 59, 89, 09, and the 99 are all all four of them are still in line. What? I don't think I've ever. I don't think I've seen 89. 89 it's, yeah. it's out there it's what, been there what it's, size is that we one seven we had we had so many in that line we had seven at one time okay because so we have we, we have 59 and 09 yeah so robusto toro i, I guess yeah be so it really are it's, it, it complements our last 52 54 56 uh okay in those, in those size okay. realm so yeah 89 yeah i gotta find that i've never i've never smoked 89 I'll make sure it's on Brian's order. Okay. <laughs> You're the guy it's doing the It's a great the cigar. I yeah. Love 89 and 09 for me are great. I'll have some samples of the uh, 09. It's a big cigar. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but it's, it's it's still good, though. I mean, I, I don't mind it oh, at all. I, I really enjoy absolutely. it. All of them, all of those cigars <laughs> are, are super approachable yeah, for any smoker. It's not overwhelming. So let's let's throw it back a little bit, and I'm gonna have to do another restart on this. I guess this is why they don't let you do anything free. It's annoying. Um, we got some time. Let's go back. Uh, when did you guys come on the bus through St. Louis? I wonder, was that 14? 14 or 15? I think it was four, ooh, around 
round two, was it? It was the second trip. So, yeah, it was the second trip. It was part of the uh, um, Texas sweep. So, yeah, um, would have been 14, maybe 15. Okay. I can't remember um, off the top of my head. So my question is, are those trips going to happen again? I don't know. I, I think I think it's a possibility. Um, you know, you know, Pete's in a, in a space right now where he's 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 down, not done traveling, but he's dialed it back a little bit. Um, and, and the kids, so it's Yanni's middle son is going to college next year. So there's a lot in play there. Okay. Uh, I think you run out of time to to put it all together or fit it. I think it might come back at some point, but not right now. Hopefully, maybe the next generation of Tatuahe and uh, my father crew, which would be Joseph, Cole, maybe, yeah. my son, uh, maybe those guys do it. That'd be cool. I don't know. So with, with pizza travel kind of coming down, I know next to the Monster Series, I think the most uh, – I shouldn't say that. Not most sought after, but people really hunt are the Smash Pumpkins. Mashed pumpkins, really? Yeah. So, um, and I know for a while those were event only three packs. You know, you got it at, at Pete events or Tatawai events. Um, what's the what's what's going on with those? So I know up oh. until up until this year, the Tuxla Avion was in the CRA pack. Yep. Right. The year before that, in previous years, you had the pumpkins. Yep. It, it all depends on what Pete wants to put in those three packs. I mean, if you look, Dan Dan surrogate pack is in that in that lat one, and oh, that's Dan's true. right now. Uh, the uh, the surrogate event pack is probably one of the more sought after ones. Hmm. Yeah. You know, oh. um, the last one Pete did, other than the Smash Pumpkins, which was for online events, uh, was uh, was the Calabasas, which was the San Andreas wrap. Okay. Event. And I'll have those for the event. Okay, cool. Yeah. Cool. Excited about that. Um, okay, well, talk about this bourbon that you just poured. Okay, well, this bourbon is called Old Bones. Uh, I hadn't seen this one before. I guess, and like I said, we, we just run from the hip. But this Old Bones has been out for about uh, two or three years. And it's been running throughout, you know, the bourbon collectors and everything in here. And I just saw this one over in Illinois. It's a 15-year reserve, and it is a hundred. Uh, let me see here, proof-wise, uh, 107. And I don't know exactly. It says distilled in Frankfort, Kentucky. Which in Frankfort, what do we have? You know, we've got Buffalo Trace. So I, I don't know exactly who distills this juice for them but backbone bourbon company is in uh, indy Indianapolis, indiana so anyway i found this thought we'd have it on the show and it's fantastic uh, it's got all the cool cheers that real quick yeah it's got all the cool caramel vanilla a little oak in it and uh the proof is great we really like proof just over 100 um of course we go all the way up to 
we've had 140. Wow, that's was really that good. 140. Yeah. Was it 144.9, I think? Yeah, but typically 128 is kind of where we're, especially yeah. with the Booker's series. Yeah. But this is 107, and um, I reached out to some other bourbon guys I know when I bought this, and they said, grab it, because it's a great find, and um, so there we have it. Yeah, yeah. That's great. So you fired up Veracruz Blue. Um, I'm gonna smoke, this is the Kappa Special Tuxla. Uh, Seven, and, huh? Tuxla, right? Seven, Tuxla. Seven. Kappa, Kappa is Sumatra. Okay, sorry. This Kappa. is the seventh. Sorry. Yeah, the seventh. So this is seven, and it's Tuxla. Tuxla. So that is, Tuxla is my favorite. That seventh is my favorite. Out of oh, and out of all of them? Look, I I really enjoy the Avion 13. Um, Me too. And it was, it was really good. I feel like in this seventh, this is the one where the wrapper makes the most difference in the cigar. I think Absolutely. overall, it just builds it so much more. Um, yep. And this was in three sizes, right? Did the the one ten, the seventh, and the and yeah, and so then the, the, one, Avion? the one ten came with two boxes to the retailer. They, they were sent in pre packs. The Avion and the seventh were one box each. So oh, okay. one one two one one and two. Okay. And cool. And to be honest with you, out on the road, I've been on the road for a little bit since the show, and it's usually the seventh, the one that's missing. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. And, and, and price point, too. Don't get me wrong, it's price point. If guys are looking for a box to get into Tuxla uh, inexpensive, that that's the one. Um, I think, you know, T110, the collectors bought, but they're still they're still out there. Um, and then the Avion is really, it, 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 it's a change. So it's the 13 size with, uh, San, with San Andreas. And yeah. it's, it's a great cigar. It, it really it's is. I, I enjoy that. I got, I got a half box of those. I split that box with Andrew. I got a half box of those. Um, and then the seventh I picked up in Chicago. And then I've got, I've got a few of the 110s. I got um, five of each at Smoker's Alley in Nashville. Smoker's Abbey. Smoker's Abbey. Abbey. Yeah, yeah. Smoker's yeah. Abbey. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, nice. Nice. Good people. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good, and I haven't gotten Mark here, uh, Mark there yet, but they, their humidor is really packed with a lot of special stuff. And so I bought five of each, and I'm kind of partial to the uh, T110s, right? Yep. Yep. Um, so, but. Uh, I don't know, man. It's hard for me to pick a favorite, um, but just love having them, love smoking them, and um, it's great. Nice, nice, very cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I. It's the hand, it's the size, and the seventh. I, I like the seventh Sumatra. I love the seventh Broadleaf, the Habano. I smoke time and time, you know, um, but. The, the seventh Tuxla is, is one of my favorites. I I personally hope it goes in line. Me too. Wouldn't be sad about that. All right, we're gonna, sad about that. we're gonna do this annoying thing one more time, okay? Give me about okay, thirty cool. seconds and hop back in, buddy. All right. Thanks, man. Right. Bye. Recording stop.
Alright. What are you talking about that Toxless 70 is a 7 inch? Recording in progress. Right? No, no, no. So this is the 7th. So so in the the Tuxla line, so like Ivion 13 had a regular release. 7th is the size of brown label. Oh. It's it's the name of the size that was out. And then T110. And then just the wrapper change on top of them. So... Yeah, we're gonna fire these up. We're having a great time, man. Doing this at Lit, getting ready for the event next week. Um, Dan will be there. Surrogate Dan will be there. Um, and obviously, Casey's bringing goodies. So if you don't have your ticket yet, buy your ticket. Um, I'll make sure we put the link up on the website, on the event calendar. It'll also go up again on Instagram. Um, it's gonna be one hell of a night. Um, pretty excited about that. So we'll fire up into these and then um, put yours up. Want to uh focus There we go. Yeah, I can take a picture of him on there too. Alright. Get Casey back in here, just looking at a couple things real quick. <laughs> well, I always check Saints and Sinners for this, and I can never find the damn shirts because all the big guys buy them, and it drives me insane. I'm just looking for that elusive Saint and Sinner hat. That's been out of stock forever. Triple X. Jeez, I'm not that damn big. I'm serious. I once I started loving tatuaje, that Saint Center hat is just. I have checked a million times and just cannot find it anywhere. I don't know if you, you guys are not making them anymore. Or... Well, when you say you guys, uh, that's Casper and and uh, Kyle, his brother. So their, their last name is Johnson also, no relation to us. Um, and Pete, and so it's Casper, Kyle, Pete, and Ali, this guy that was doing the, the, the back end stuff. Um, they're kind of instrumental. We just we just feed off of uh, being part of the club, Dan and I do. Anyway. I got you. So, yeah. yeah. But I would I would send a, send a message into uh, Casper or Kyle on that, just see if there's anything coming. I'll uh I'll email I'll email Kyle when we're done and see what uh what he's got going on. Um, you're a small you're a small guy like me, right? Uh yeah, yeah. yeah I'm a itty bitty little dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Minion. Yeah. 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 yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I uh, you know, I you know, I need I need extra super small mediums. So medium, you know. yeah. I'm like I hate it, dude. Like. Like I'm, cool. I'm looking at some of these shirts. I'm like, do they got it in three XL? But like, fuck, I needed. I mean, come on. Your arms are just not that long. No, I know that's the only problem. <laughs> Everything else is fucking big enough. But Jesus, <laughs> um, dude, these Tatuai ashtrays that dropped—they're fantastic, man. I love these. Thank you. We long have uh, we have every uh, every color. So this is we got red today, but oh, it looks orange in there, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. I yeah, promise that's does. red. That's the red one. Nice. Uh, yeah, I've got I've got red, blue, and yellow at home, and then I've got, you got orange, yellow and orange, blue and yellow. yellow and orange, yeah, but yeah. Nice, nice. I love those ashtrays. They came out great. 
you know, the green, the green and orange showed up first, and the, the rest sat off, uh, off uh, shore on a container somewhere. So they kind of got reordered. So that's <laughs> right. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm super, super excited about the event, man. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, dinner's going to be Actually, great. It's going to, it's going to be cool because it's, it's really, is it Dan's first time out in a while? It might be for an event. So Dan will be in rare form. He'll he'll let it all rip. That's so awesome. He, he's he's always fun at events. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, he, he's got a he he like Pete has this Uber palate, and uh, they uh, you know Dan's been here for the long haul. He's known Pete uh, since his days at the Grand Havana Room. So they're they're kind of I hate to use the word besties, but they're, they they are <laughs> they they uh, they've known each other for a long time, um, and Dan is. Dan is a, an encyclopedia for Tatuahe. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad to hear that. Um, so we're doing, it's going to be Angel's Envy with the dinner. So it's the bourbon and the rye. And then there'll be two, two or three, I, I guess I could look at it. Two or three cocktails that are made up. And it'll be cool. Right. Go through the whole thing. So... All that's there, and then these are always fun because you know dinner's gonna last, yeah, honestly, like an hour. You know, they're gonna move yeah. through it, and then we're on the patio, and it's just gonna be, you know, fun yeah. from there forward. So, so did, are, are they sold out yet? Um, close, okay. close, I believe. I don't know exactly. I can find out, and then they we can. Capped it at fifty, right? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Okay. Cool. But I just I just asked Brian. We'll find out, and then we'll we'll push it all out there. And just do me a favor when uh when you get here and you see him, you got to call him Big Daddy. Big Daddy. Big huh? Daddy. Yeah. What? So that's that? that's my thing. I give everybody nicknames on the podcast, and uh, nice. the first time he right. sat in a couple years ago, I just called him Big Daddy. <laughs> um, yeah, we got about twenty tickets left for it. So twenty. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. So oh, we'll, put, we'll push that out, get that bumping, and get it moving. It'll be good. Um, so what's expanding um, as far as Atelier goes? What is anything unique coming down the line there, like with you? Uh, on the last side, nothing yet. We're going into we're going into the next. So the fourth quarter will end the year. We'll go into Nicaragua coming up in January and decide what we're going to bring into the show. Okay. Is that a SpaceX Tatuaje shirt? <laughs> you got a good eye. Is that what that's supposed to be? Yeah. I love that. Yeah. It was uh, It was at the, at the show. Uh, just the guys that worked the show. Yeah, that's awesome. Tell them. That's awesome. Tell them. Yeah. I'm like, I'm sitting here like, dude, that logo is so familiar. It's Elon Musk, SpaceX. This says top to all. SpaceX. <laughs> that's, that's fucking great. Um, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, no, coming into January, February-ish, um, going to Nicaragua, we'll come up with, you know, what's going to be new for Atelier, what's going to be new for Sarah uh, what the focus is going to be on uh, the trade show for Tatuaje. Big year coming up for Tatuaje, 20 years in the yeah. business. Big, huge celebration. A lot of fun there. 
Um, so surrogates and, and SLEA will kind of stay in our lane a little bit and watch the festivities, uh, which which will be fun because uh, 20 years in the business is a long time. I, I, you know, if you dial back to uh, you know 03, 04, and 05, did Pete actually think he was going to be around a year 20? Yeah, and hopefully, right. Um, and now that it's a reality, um, he's become one of the best ambassadors for the industry. Hundred uh, percent. And he's you know he's on the CRA board. He's fighting for the fighting for all the goodness that we're still able to do uh, in our lounges, in our retail shops, and as manufacturers. Um, and uh, you know, as as a, him being the the little brother. I tell everybody he's my big brother, but uh, as a, as a, as a little brother, it's it's amazing to see what he's done for the industry. Changed changed a lot. Oh yes, yes. Um, you know, the, Todd Delay has been probably very, very much responsible for a lot of the smaller companies that have tried to to branch in. Some have succeeded, you know. Some some have not. Um, you know, Pete, you, everybody involved has been really instrumental in our growth. And, you know, like my, when I started my knowledge, you know, um, I started in 1999, uh, had my uh, first cigar. And then when I started, when I started getting, then what you could, we would call boutique, you know, I don't, I don't think, I don't think that, am I wrong that Tatuai can still consider boutique or no? Like, we, we like to. I think we're kind of out of that realm. But if you break us down by brand by brand under the umbrella, oh, yeah. we're boutique. Oh, yeah. We're, we're okay. yeah. still small batch stuff. Yeah. Uh, well, in small, and small batch, I can appreciate the, the small batch. But that, that word boutique has yeah. become so uh, used. Yeah. Used and abused, but well, well you, you think about the the original boutique guy when Opus X came out. Yep. Look, look, I mean that was that was my wedding cigar. I am not I am not the largest Fuente fan in the world. I'm not. Um, I do I do appreciate a few of the products. Uh, you know, I it would be wrong of me to say that I smoke Fuente because I smoke like four skews in Fuente. You know, like I you know I I'm not yeah. huge. Bro- but but early on, my brother, that's what he smoked. I mean, yeah, did he, does he still have that when, tattoo? He still yeah. has the Opus X tattoo. The X tattoo, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Carlos called Pete Tattoo Pete, I think. Tattoo Pete, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think Pete. he, I think, I think he said that in, in one of his interviews. Pete did. Yeah. Um, yeah no. And and you know it's it, it's great, I and mean, we can we can still hold that that name uh, as boutique, but realistically, I think we're kind of out of that realm a little bit. Uh, you know, twenty years in the business is a long time, and uh, he's done done some great things and then seen some great brands go grow underneath the the, the tatuaje of the Havana sellers uh, umbrella um, but yeah that that whole boutique thing I don't know yeah I mean if, yeah. if you if you're true to the word then yeah I still think you you, you probably have to own it if you're gonna be true to the word but I think that word gets used so much now you know it's yeah. it's become more of a marketing aspect than a true like an understanding of where a company I don't want to say stands, but where they, they resonate inside the, the world of tobacco. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, you know, like Tazawai has been not only us, but I mean a lot of people. You can go back now, and again, like you said, twenty years, right? There, there are a lot of people that have been smoking for twenty years, 
but there's probably a lot less people that have been smoking for cigars for 20 years, you know? Um, yeah. Tatuai is one of the ones that, that you can yeah. dial back into. That, that was, it was only in a few shops, and then you watched it grow, you watched it spread, you, if you paid attention from, you know, 05 to 9, 10, 11, start to see yeah. it transition across the country, you know? Yeah. You started to see yeah. it pop in here and there. Um, yeah. yeah, and there's not, there's not a lot of people you talk to that have been involved in, in crucial decisions or changes in the industry or this or that that you're not going to hear Tatuai. You're not going to miss it. You know, it's, it's in the right. conversation. You know, somebody's talking about the brand. It's definitely yeah. there. So uh, It was funny because I was at uh, the Metro Cigar Festival, the Brew City Cigar Fest, uh, last weekend, and, uh, or the weekend before, sorry. And uh, <laughs> there's a lot of customers that still have not, be bra- have not been branded by, by Tatuani. Um, you know, there are a lot of people asking, how long has this cigar been out there? And I'd be like, well, <laughs> this has been around for 20 years. Um, but then you get, you know, you give them that Saints and Sinners guy that, that shows up to the booth and the guy goes, really? It's been around for 20 years? And the Saints and Sinners guy, what, what rock have you been under? Right. You know, it's like, <laughs> all right, well, no, we want, we want you to welcome people to smoking Sasquatch. Don't beat them <laughs> up because they don't know. <laughs> exactly. You know, so, yeah, it, it, it's great. I mean, we, we have uh, uh, 1,700 guys in the SMS club and, and they're 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 great ambassadors for us. Uh, they've done some wonderful things, um, spreading the word of Tatuaje. I hate to use that. That, that was kind of wonky, but it, it's really they believe in it. They believe in us, and uh, they they are uh, becoming more approachable for other customers to uh, they lend their tutelage to uh, our brand. So. Yeah, I, I, I'm very, you know, I'll speak for Kaja myself, man. I mean, like I said at the beginning of this, Tatuai is always in always in the rotation. It's never going to stop. And there's, I'm always hunting him. You know, he's hunting 15. He's like a madman. But I, I've always, I'm always, I always like when I walk into a shop and you'll see a, you know, like now I'm looking for these 89s on these Mama's Joan. Like, I, I want to smoke it. I want to find it. I'm going to find it. I'm going to smoke it. Yeah. You know, it's always cool when you walk in and someone's got this, you know, there's a, a, a one-off, not a one-off, but a size you haven't seen in a brown label, you know, or right. a, or right. you find a Fausto in a in a specific size in the, in the church. Yeah. Line, you know, no, or you they're, they're find out there. them. I mean, there's only so much room on the shelf, and, and some of these retailers don't carry everything. Right. And, and they can't carry everything. We don't expect them to. We'd love it if they did, but... You know, well, and, uh, and that's that's another really cool thing uh, about Tatuaje, and even even you know we can group Pepin and, and everybody into this as well. I got to leave Ashton out because they're very skew conscious and they're a little mean to you, but <laughs> yeah, I'll bash them out again. It's all good. But you can bring in Tatuaje. You can set Tatuaje up, and you can set up with five six skews. You know, you don't have to have, and this number is not right, but twenty seven Tatuaje. You don't have to have it laid out. Right. You know, right. I've gone, I've gone into, I've gone into shops that have, uh, you know, they'll have one brown label and then you know T one ten was sitting next to it, right? Like it's just, it's just there. You know, they have it, yeah. Um, yeah. and it's enough. You know, not everybody, and I think sometimes consumers get a little upset that you walk in and not everything you want is sitting on a shelf. Right. You know, it doesn't yeah, always no, work that way. How come you don't have right? 
well, well, you know, there's only so much room on my shelf. The humidor is only so big. I mean, it was it was like the black label when we first hit the market with black label. Everybody's like, oh, where is you know you know Corona Gorda was number one. Yep. Uh, Petit Robusto for event wise was inexpensive cigar to get into for guys to buy boxes. Um, but you know, the, we thought the sleeper of all sleepers was going to be the Grand Toro. But I'll tell you right now, that Grand Toro smokes as good as any of them. So I love it. And 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 the retailers don't carry a lot of it. Nope, we but, have them. But it's 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 awesome. Speaking of That's black label, if you'll put yeah. this out there to help to help me kind of clarify this, and and if if I've been wrong, I'll apologize right away. Black label, and then private. Is it private reserve? Yeah. Right. So you have black label, then you've got black label with the silver band under the black, right, or the silver writing. Yeah. Difference is that just the size? Size. Just size. Okay. All right. Size. Yeah. That's what. That's what I've been. That's what I've been saying, and, and I, I, so, I believe I read it, but you know, I could be just making it up. You know. Black label started as as an event cigar. It was a gift. Oh, really? Yeah. So I mean. I so the story goes, if you if you can find an old melamine jar box, read the back of the box. It, Pete and Dan wrote it. It explains how that whole thing started. That cigar started with Pete in Cuba at a house that they were staying at, and this little old man drove by on a bicycle, and he was a roller at the factory, and he'd drive by and hand Pete a cigar every morning. And it was his gift to Pete. It was kind of like his business card. And, and he hands it to Pete, and Pete was you know, smoking it. And that was something that Pete really thought was kind of cool. And it, 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 it was Pete's gift. So the original white three-packs of Robusto Black Label, try to find those. <laughs> Good luck. Right? Right. I have some reps that probably still have them. They've been hoarding them forever. But, yeah. I mean, and then they came, you know, we had the... Uh, the ceramic jar with the Corona Gorda, um, and the launch of Black Label, uh, God, it was six years ago, seven years ago, with the whole brand rebranding and the boxes. That was great for that line. That was probably I I, I want to say it was one of our most successful brand launches because you had the Petit Lancero, the Petit Robusto, the Corona Gorda, um, the. Uh, the Grand Toro, am I missing one? Uh, oh, the BC is in that realm, but that's seasonal launch. Um, that that was great because the retailer got to pick out of that grouping what worked for them. They put it out on the shelf. We did three packs for at the show, and it kind of filtered out. And 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 Grand Toro was kind of one of those ones. Is like, hey, damn, that really worked. That's that's a little a little. Bigger of a cigar than I'll normally regular smoke. That Grand Toro and Black Label is is fire, man. Yeah, it's, and it's, I'll have I'll have some for this weekend. I'll probably have some for next weekend with me as my bag of tricks. Sweet. Um. So yeah, you know, hit me up. Oh yeah. Bring your coin. Hey, do you have your coin? Uh. Uh-uh. Are you a member? Yeah. Yeah. You oh, I have a coin at home. Yeah, yeah. I don't have it with me now. Yeah. Oh, I'm okay. saying coin. No, no, yeah. no. I had guys at the at, at the metro event pointing me and saying, "Oh, you owe me a cigar," and I go, "Here's my coin." 
Uh, and they and they don't know what a challenge point is. And it started <laughs> Mo was that way for a while. Mo was going around pointing people left and right. I'm like, dude, if they have their coin, you owe them a cigar. Oh, okay. <laughs> challenge point, right? So, yeah. I no coins. I yeah, no just, coins. Just hit me up for a cigar. I got plenty. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, what, ask him a question. I have no coins. You know, we'll get you a coin. I got a coin. Just ask him some tatuage. Trust, trust me, I have to bring that point, extra point for Dan usually. He forgets it. Oh, hell. <laughs> I'm curious that RC line, um, when I started smoking uh, Tatuaje and me and Mark were into it and everything was going down. This was probably about two years ago, maybe three years ago. And I went to Nashville. I had never, I don't believe I'd had them. And then I was at... Uh, a cigar shop, not Cristo Monte Cristo, uh, Casa Monte Cristo. I think it was like a uh, uh, ellipse, or anyway, it's kind of off to the eastern side of downtown Nashville, and they had a whole box of these RC, which is I guess real Cuba, and um, smoked one of those. And I, of course, I'm a big cigar guy. I like that. I don't get a chance to smoke big ones but i really love that cigar as well what how did that come about yeah it's more of a celebration cigar um it, it was done in in the, the perfecto uh diadema um uh and realistically if you learn the history of the brown label blend they're all blended specific to size very similar to what cuban did for and Pete decided when he was blending the original six, um, and I mean the original in the Hunter series, he blended them specifically to the side. That's not always the case for blenders. So um, you're you're tasting something that's blended in the brown label that's specific to that size. So it's kind of tweaked in the realm of the way Pete wants it to be. Okay, if that cool. makes sense. Gotcha. Yeah. So like, you just don't see a lot of them out. I mean, no, no. Again, coming out of Miami, right? We only have so many rollers, and that's that's, that's a that's a higher end cigar. I don't even know. Maybe I've seen them one time here in St. Louis, and then the last two times I've got them in Nashville. Um, I, I feel bad. I don't know the name of this. I, maybe it's a special. Is the name of the cigar? Uh, but it maybe have changed hands. Maybe in the last four or five years, but um, I just found that really unique because not too many guys have had that or got to smoke that in that line. Um, but now there's, how many sizes are in the RC line? Two, 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 three, and what? Yeah. Uh, Maybe a six you're, you're or eight. One eight. Uh, an eight and a one eight seven. Six? One eight seven? Yeah, I can't remember off the top of my head. Because I know two, two, three is is the that that's Solomon or that, that yeah, yeah. Solomon, yeah, whatever you yeah. want to throw at it. Yeah, and then I thought there is a shorter one. I, I I'd have to look. I mean, that, that Dan Dan could tell you he's the encyclopedia on that. But yeah, there's <laughs> just the two sizes. So yeah. in the um, Miami series, there's the Miami ten, the fifteen, and then the RZ. The Miami, no, well, the tens, the tens are Nicaraguan made. Okay, the, the that, that's the so what? What, what cigars are coming out of Miami? So we have a huge list. So anything? Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. We have uh, 
all the way from Grand, Grand Cojonu down to um, Especiale, okay. which is the Lancero. Um, so you got the original Hunter series and then delving into J21, which was a branch of Miami made cigars. The K222 is, is Miami made. So uh, we, there's a ton. So Mark is the uh, cigar aficionado, and I've just been along for the ride trying to keep it all in my head. He's 31, I'm 61. So I'm like, man, I'm just trying to keep, you know, I've been collecting bourbon now for about seven years, and it's even getting hard to uh, keep a handle on it. And then the cigars, it just seems like the last uh four years or whatever things have exploded to a point i don't even know how you keep track of it anymore he does a pretty good job especially with um you guys and uh crown heads is another one of our favorites this is the most wonderful tool though yeah take a picture of the band take a picture of the cigar and you'll be able to just like your bird we always feel like we're cheating when we do that but we have to do it from time to time yeah, for sure. Have to. You have to. There's so many cigar brands out there. There's so many brands underneath every umbrella that you that you have to. Yeah. Well, that's amazing. Um, are you guys coming in? I know the event is next Thursday. Are you guys coming in Thursday? Are you coming in Wednesday? Or so Dan is picking me up on the eighth at the airport, and we're driving over. Dan is driving from Columbus into St. Louis, which he's done before. We used to do it all the time, but uh, it was a question mark whether Dan was going to be able to come or not because of his off. Um, so he'll be picking me up at the airport, and then we're going to make our way over. Okay, on Thursday. We'll, yeah, yeah, Thursday. Okay. So we'll probably we'll pop in and see Jimmy briefly. We'll pop in and see Gerard yeah uh, briefly and then we'll we'll head over i think that's the right progression across right yeah that's yeah. what you should do city city up to clayton and then come out west yeah 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 um cool well we'll we'll hook up with you just um i'll text you when you when you're getting in uh we'll talk over the week and everything but i'll text yeah. you when you're getting in and then we'll meet you here at the shop and then we can all yeah. hang out before we go over to dinner that we're night, gonna so. we're gonna plan on spending part of the day before we head, head over to kansas city we have a uh, we have Diebel's, uh, uh cigar festival at the Sportsman's Club. Oh yeah, that's um, next. That's next weekend. That's yeah. Saturday. Yeah. yeah, and we're doing that. We're doing that also. Oh sweet, that's awesome. And then we're gonna head, we're gonna head back. Uh, I think I take off the eleventh from St. Louis. Um, so Dan and I, uh, Dan and I are gonna drive over and back um, from Kansas City, and then uh, I think it's what three and a half hours. Kansas yeah. City. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so we'll spend part of the day with Jimmy a little bit after, probably spend some time at Lit, and then uh, head over. Uh, I think there's a pre, some sort of VIP pre-gaming thing going on at, at Diebel. Okay, cool. Um, uh, Friday night, so we plan to be there too. Awesome. Well, it's going to be fun, man. Look, thank you so much yeah. for sitting in and doing this. Um, Anytime, man. We're going to wrap this out. I'm looking very much forward to hanging out with you next week. I know we both are. Um, yeah, it's definitely. gonna be a blast, man. Um, yeah, it's we nice to get a chance to meet you and then see you next week. It'll be great. Yeah, so we should probably plan on doing something with Dan and Pete some other time, also. 100%, so, man. Yeah, yeah let's. Um, I, I, 
Let's schedule it where, because where's, where's Pete right now? What would you say, he's in France? No, he actually, he's in Miami. Oh, okay. The weekend's mixed up. He is in Miami working on some stuff right now. We're okay. trying to get this advent allocation done with the reps, so uh, it's kind of helter-skelter. Between that and uh, monsters are coming up. You know, so we have to get that allocation all set with the reps. And uh, he's really busy there in Miami doing stuff. Um, and then he heads to London next weekend. Uh, and let's see, next weekend, London, and then Dortmund, which is our big trade show, international yeah. trade show there. Yeah. All right, so, cool. Yeah, let's time. definitely um, – Let's get it set up. We'll do a we'll do a whole full you know Tatuay umbrella thing and and have fun with it. So it'll be cool. cool. We'll plan that out, man. Hey, thank you so much, buddy. Hey, uh, we'll you let you out of here. You're awesome. We'll Thanks for hanging out with us, man. Look forward to hang with you next week. All right, Later, brother. Take care, guys. Right on. Be good. Take care. Recording. That was awesome. I do. Are we still? On? We're on. <laughs> yeah. No, that was, it was awesome. Fantastic. I mean, I, I it couldn't have gone any better. I mean, I was just like, you know, guys. I don't know. I don't know how much else we can say. This look, it's a one hundred and seventy-five dollar ticket, four course meal, gratuity included. You're obviously, if you paid attention, you're getting more than two cigars, <laughs> right? And you're getting a pour of Angels Envy bourbon, a pour of Angels Envy rye, two cocktails with the meal, and then it's cigars and cocktails after dinner. Do the math. It's I'm telling you, I'm telling you right asking. now, look, this from from me, you've heard me talk a hundred times. There are two companies that I would do anything for in the cigar industry. Well, three. One is Craft and Puro. The other two are Tatuaje and Crownheads. I told you about Luciano when Luciano was here. We had the great time with them. It Bro, you're not like you're not crazy. only meeting the man behind Latelier Imports. You're going to meet the man behind Tatuaje Surrogates, right? For Especially $175. guys in our time. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you're 31, I'm 61. I'm There's a big difference. Okay, 32, whatever. But what I'm just saying is, I mean, these are some of the guys in, in, in our time that are just really rocking it and doing a lot of great things. So I think it's really special that we're getting a chance to talk to them online and then getting to meet them and um, chew the fat, man, and just tell them crazy things that are in our heads, what we're thinking about and asking questions and whatever. And um, I think it's fantastic. I, I can't believe we're 20, we haven't sold out. So yeah, we will, we will after this. This is gonna get be- with a, some of my peeps and whatever, but yeah. we should get this thing. We're gonna push uh, this out. This is gonna be a lot of fun. We're gonna share this at St. Albans tomorrow. Everyone's gonna go. Can I do a little of that Ben Holiday on the way out? Yeah, hell yeah. Oh, great. Please, sir. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm so excited about this, guys. I just want everyone to know, I'm, I'm telling you, this is not the one you want to miss. Um, it's going to be great. Vito's in the Valley in Chesterfield uh, here in St. Louis. Um, if you're local, be there. If you're under three hours away, be there. <laughs> uh, if you're over three hours away. Oh, I got well, uh, I almost popped. I'm so used to. This is right at the top. Of and I know this yeah. is just funny because this is really. And, and listen, we've talked about screw screw tops and corks. I am so used to the. I twisted and pulled. Anyway, on this Ben Holiday, um, I'm just so used to the cork. The twist is a little different for me. I got to say. 
But listen, man, a shout out to um, Dana and Brian for putting this together, man. I mean, this is three events from we've gone from Michener's to. Well, hang on, hang on. If you want to start, this is four technically. So it was Oliva with I, Ruth Chris first, then Luciano and Crownheads at Ruth Chris, then General Cigars and Cohiba with Sean Williams at Ruth Chris. And now so did I miss one? I thought the Oliva one was the very first one. That one was you were at that. I can't imagine me missing one. You were at that. You okay. just you forgot that one. Yeah, but I'm just saying, uh, kudos to them for for uh, you know the tasking of it and putting it all together because they've been great events, every one of them. Um, yeah, and I, I 100% agree. We have to thank Brian and Dana. Um, As and we sit in the storage locker, putting together a fantastic uh, podcast. God, this great. is a blast, man. To get into some deep, deep stuff with Tatawahi like that was absolutely amazing. Um, super cool. You know, you, you can't... This comes back to show that you can't... Oh, you got to tilt it there, dude. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't push very hard. Uh-huh. All right, we're okay. Um, oh, did I bust him? No, I just, no, no, I just All right. um, You know, look, this just comes to show one of the biggest names, and I don't, I don't really care what Casey said there about, you know, still running that boutique line. If you've paid attention to a lot of the uh, logistics and the bipartisanship and things like that that happening with cigars, you know, in the FDA and things like that, uh, just trying to continue that we can be able to smoke cigars. What Pete Johnson, Casey, and, and everybody else, uh, Pepin, everybody under the Havana Cellars, my, uh, 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 SA, my father, and, and Nicaragua, everything under that, what they've done for tobacco, you can't, you can't run away from it, man. You no doubt. And listen, man, this Old Bones bourbon, the 15-year reserve, Glad I uh, ran across that, had it on the show. And then the Ben Holiday, just so you guys know, I think um, you're going to be able to buy that for the bib for around 55, something like that. Um, um, so, I mean, I really like that. And I'm very happy that I've got another bib to kind of add to the cowboy list. Um, and, it's got a lot of great flavor and it's kind of light. This Old Bones has got a lot of more depth, maybe a little more spice to it. Um, but the Ben Holiday is fantastic, man. And I've read some reviews. Uh, the other day I spent about five minutes listening to this, the history of how this all came about. Um, and I love the fact that they put on the bottle the Rick House that they used and what percentage they use from um, the Rick that they have this bottle and bond in, what they use from um, Rick one or two up to five and putting this together. But man, I'm excited for the fact that I'm assuming we're going to be up there in November for the uh, bourbon. It, it's, is it called the Bourbon Festival? Well, so we, we, we go, so they have Weston Cigar Festival and Weston Bourbon Festival. We go to the Bourbon Festival, which is okay. It's the same event. With a couple minor differences here and there, yeah. but all the same vendors for cigars and everything are there. But we go to the one in uh, in November. Yeah, and what is the date it, on it? It, it we... might be the twelfth. Oh shit! <laughs> we might be screwed. That it might. Yeah, it might be the twelfth. That might not happen. I know. 
It's like I'll look it up when we get done. Okay. Well, anyway. All right, guys. So from the Viking, Mahalo. Thank you so much. This was an amazing podcast. Um, Yeah, we just can't wait for the 8th. It's going to be great. You can find your tickets at litstl.com. Go to the Craft Imperial Instagram, the Craft Imperial website, uh, Lit Cigar Lounge, St. Louis website. Um, look, Follow Casey Johnson and Tatawaya Cigars on Instagram, Facebook. It's all posted up there as well. Go on there and uh, come join us, man. It's going to be one hell of a time. Yeah, I want to do a little shout-out to A1 Liquor because a lot of these, um, these bourbons and some of the stuff that I try to get on the show, it's kind of tough sometimes. Um, but A1 Liquors up north, especially with the guys, I, the one I got here is on Natural Bridge out there by the airport. And Semi was really a great guy who helped me uh, and told me a little bit about this. And it's fantastic. But, and an Old Bold's Bourbon. Um, we've been drinking this now, I think, a couple of years. And it gets better and better. So anyway, listen, from the Bourbon Cowboy... We always appreciate you guys listening and can't wait till tomorrow, which we'll be back on with our one from uh, St. Albans. So thank you and we'll see you next week. Giddy up.